0: everyone and welcome back to the football fig nuts podcast it is the what what week is this i don't even know we're out of week numbers we're into the, the what is this divisional round no divisional this is conference round. championship week conference Last, championships oh god it's <laughs> been a long season and this is episode number 28 of season four number 178 overall it is conference championship weekend and my name is brit i'm craig and if I sound confused, it's because I am. I just my brain is not is not good anymore. I've I've seen too many things. I've learned names I've never needed to learn, like Jace Sternberger. I, my brain is overloaded Overfloated. Over See, there you go. <laughs> you know what? Before let us just let's just let's just go. Yeah. Craig, what are you drinking
1: tonight? Uh, so tonight I have. My other can of... Remember, we're an Explicit Podcast. Fuck 2020.
0: We have one can of that left, too. I tried it on Sunday, by the way. Man, was it good.
1: It's good. It's a double India pale pale ale uh, by Abomination Brewing.
0: Yep. So, quick funny story with that. So, I, of course, have to pour my wife bush Mm -hmm. i have to pour my wife a small sample because anytime we bring a new beer into the house she has to try it doesn't make a difference she she dislikes 90 percent of the ipas she's still gotta try it so i'm you know this is the fuck 2020 blah blah blah. i pour a little sample and i hand it to her as i'm pouring my glass the rest of it in the glass so that's god bless 16 ounce cans (laughs) because i can pour her two ounces and i still feel like i get a full beer out of it yep um she sips it while i'm pouring my beer and she goes wow that's smooth this has got to be a lighter ipa (laughs) and i went no
1: no no no, it's not
0: (laughs) she goes how how strong is it i said 9.1 percent and with that she finished the like last ounce of it and went that doesn't taste like 9.1 percent and i said that's exactly what craig warned me about when he handed me this beer he was like it is deceptively smooth
1: yeah it's um it's very smooth it's very easy to drink and if you just handed someone a glass of this, they would never know that it is a nine percent beer. Yep. At all.
0: Yep. It tastes like a six or seven <clears> percent. <throat> I mean, it, I think people, most people would figure out it's a double IPA, and they'd say, "Okay, maybe this is like seven percent." No, they would never think nine. Never in a million years. I hope they keep making it because it's really freaking good. So, but you know what? Today, because we, we record on Wednesdays, today is January twentieth, twenty twenty one. Which, by the way, if you take out the twenty and twenty twenty one, it's a palindrome date. It's one twenty twenty one. Get it? Oh, Hmm. Yeah. Only happens once in a great while. And today is Inauguration Day. So my my wife says to me, for those who don't know me very well, I am a screaming liberal. I'm not one of those people who wants to hand out money left and right. I'm not a Bernie bro. I'm not any of that stuff. But I am a screaming liberal type guy. So I'm very happy compared to where I was yesterday and for the last four years. So my wife says to me today, we need to celebrate get something special for us to drink. And I said, you got it.
1: Now, mind you, their fridge is filled with beer.
0: <laughs> Which is why I didn't buy beer. <laughs> Which is why tonight I am sicki- sipping a glass, and I haven't touched it yet, so I don't want anybody to think like my mumbling and lack of like coherence-, <clears throat> coherence right now has anything to do with drinking. I haven't even touched it yet. I have a nice, full, chill glass of 12-year-old Macallan
1: wow
0: nice the sherry oak finish which is kind of like their famous one it's their basic 12 year old single malt scotch it is my favorite scotch in the world I drink it I I buy a bottle maybe once a year maybe Yeah. I bought a bottle home tonight and there is a huge glass of it sitting right next to me (laughs) nice and so I'm going to go ahead and take a sip of that
1: I don't think I've ever had that
0: I've never force fed you the Macallan I don't think so. Oh my god, <clears throat> so good. Imagine have you you've had single malt scotch? Yes, but I can't tell you which one I've had. That's fine. Imagine a solid single malt scotch that the aftertaste is all smoky. Like you could exhale smoke. It is that kind of like charred hmm. and smoky. Interesting. Did you try the one I gave you for Christmas yet? Yes, the beer the continuum the- one. The continual one. It's like this, only even a little bit smokier. Hmm, okay. All right. Yeah. So, oh, this is going to be a fun episode. I can tell already. (laughs) 9% beer and a scotch. There's your title. (laughs) There's the subtitle. It's going to be Conference Championship Weekend, 9% beer and a scotch. You know what? Maybe... You know, if I want to get really crazy, after I'm done with the Scotch, baby, I'll open the the fuck 2020. <laughs> there you go, and, and it's that's gonna be that's gonna be a no pants podcast right there. <laughs> so, all right, we got a ton to talk about, a ton. Let's just go straight to burning hot takes. Do you want to give or receive?
1: Um, you know what? You sounded like you had a lot of stuff, so I will uh, receive.
0: I have four stories open on my tabs right Uh-oh. now. This is how this is how random this is. Pick a number between one and four three number three is actually the retirement of philip rivers oh philip rivers retires from nfl ending 17 year career spent with the chargers and one year with the colts cinch our contributor was very quick to point out and by the way we're going to have this conversation in depth when we have our end of season review with the roundtable, which we are going to do guys probably the week after the super bowl we're going to have our round table uh review but Cinch was very quick to point out that he has all sorts of high ranks in history. He is fifth in total yards behind Breeze, Brady, Manning, and Favre. He's been to the Pro Bowl eight times. He's thrown 421 touchdown passes. Oh, God, here comes the scotch. 421 (laughs) touchdown passes, again, behind the same four names. Craig, is Phillip Rivers a Hall of Famer?
1: Oh, that's that. There's that question again, man. It's it feels like quarterbacks are really judged on Super Bowls, but that is a lot of stats. Here's a lot of here's good stats.
0: Here's my issue. All right, I, I'm gonna throw some numbers at you. I need to kind of I need you to help me keep track of this.
1: Oh, Okay. okay. All right.
0: Philip Rivers has attempted. 8,134 passes in 17 years. Hold on. I'm getting out the calculator. Okay. Here it comes. 8,134 divided by 17. That's an average of 478. Maybe I should start writing this down. Here we go. i got to post it out. <laughs> 478 pass attempts per season. Yep. Okay? hmm We said Breeze, Brady, Manning, and Favre. Right. Right? Yep. Manning's retired. The other guys aren't. So let's pick on Manning (laughs) and Favre. All right, so we'll pick on the two of them. Okay, Peyton Manning threw a total of 9,380 pass attempts in 17 years. Same number of years. Interesting, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So 9,380 divided by 17 is... Five hundred and fifty one pass attempts. Yep. Okay. I think I think I might be killing my own argument here. <laughs> my argument's gonna be that he threw the ball a lot more than the average quarterback that we're trying to compare him to, and so far he did not throw nearly as much. Oh wait a minute, that's oh wait no 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 no. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. Hold on. No nope, stand by. Nope. We're doing it live. Okay. No, ninety three eighty is correct. Okay. Favre in 16, 18, 19 he threw played for 20 years yeah 20 seasons he threw over 10,169 attempts 10,169 divided by 20 seasons is an average of 508 okay. okay my entire argument here and this is this is how <laughs> this is this is a mistake was that the reason his numbers are so high is cuz he threw more than everybody else but already i'm losing this argument <laughs> because he threw an average of thirty times a season less than Favre, and eighty times less than Manning. Yes. So, I, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I'm also biased because I'm an AFC West fan and I'm a Chiefs fan. True. And I hate Philip Rivers. That's a That's that's a fair assessment of you. That's but you fine. know what? Maybe maybe I'm being unfair to him. I have to I have to confess. Maybe I'm being unfair.
1: <clears throat> I mean, I think he's definitely. He would definitely be in the conversation for it for voting in it. Are people gonna vote
0: him in? I don't I don't know.
1: Now it's, here, it's sad,
0: we never got to see him in a Super Bowl. We never got to see him in even a championship game. No. And that's the big thing. All those other guys that we mentioned have at least one Super Bowl win and at least one Super Bowl appearance, obviously. Yep. I wanna I just wanna point out one thing. On pro football reference. Yeah. To pull these numbers. Brett Favre by who whose middle name by the way is Lorenzo. Huh. Under nicknames, it lists country or gunslinger. <laughs> I mean, we used to—he used to be called the gunslinger. So Peyton Manning, whose middle name is Williams, by the way, hmm. he was known as the sheriff, the caveman. I don't get that. Or pay dirt and pay spelled P-E-Y like his name. Uh. In the nickname section next to Philip Rivers is nothing. Oh. Poor Phil. Is, is, does that disqualify you right there? <laughs> it, it might if you don't have a if you don't have a nickname. <laughs> you don't have a nickname. You don't get in. The end. All right. So you think he should go into the hall?
1: Uh, I think he's definitely he's definitely in contention for it. If he doesn't get voted in, I'm not going to be surprised. But I don't know. You know what's Just... weird is because we've watched his entire career and he's always been. Good. He just never made it through the he never knew the, made it through the playoffs.
0: He only led the league in total yardage once. He only led the league in T D passes once. Wow, really? You know, I mean yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at his career numbers. In two thousand eight he threw thirty four touchdown passes. It's the only time he led the league.
1: Huh. It's
0: the only time he led the league in touchdown passes. Hmm. But yeah, I
1: I don't know, yeah. I guess because we've used him so much in fantasy and he was always one of the top quarterbacks in fantasy for so long, I guess you just kind of assume he has all those numbers.
0: I mean, total yardage. I mean, obviously, we've already established that he's lower than those other two guys. But maybe maybe yards per attempt is really what I should be focusing on. Yards per attempt. Here it is. He averaged okay. 7.8 for all his right. career. Okay. Peyton Manning averaged 7.7. 7. Essentially the same number. And Favre, 7.1. I'm still losing my own argument. (laughs) (laughs) I'm convincing myself that Philip Rivers is a hall of favor.
1: Welcome to a one-on-one discussion with Britt. Oh,
0: my God. All right, let's just move on to the next topic. All right, so Craig says he should get in but may not. Britt says he shouldn't be in, but when he looks for statistical (laughs) basis for that, he finds nothing, which means he's completely biased and has to own that. And now, right now, Cinch is like, "I told you, I yep. told you." Yeah, he did. All right, moving on. Moving on. Craig, what have you got for me?
1: So, for me, we have to talk about a team that next year, and I, you know what? No matter who stays on this team, we have to say that they are in rebuild mode, and that team is Houston. the Houston Texans.
0: Yep. I, I with and again, burning hot takes. We don't discuss in advance. It may come out of a conversation that we have in our podcasters exchange. But we don't discuss our answers in advance.
1: Right. So
0: Craig does that whole intro, and I know immediately he's talking about the Houston Texans.
1: <laughs> I think if anyone started that think you should know they're talking about the Houston Texans. Well, if I, you're, mean, I guess you
0: could make the argument. I mean, if you want to do it like Family Feud style, I'm sure there's some weirdo who would say something different. Yeah, Like, like... that guy who like says, you know, what's the sexiest thing on earth? And there's one guy who says toothpaste, and he's like the number seven <laughs> answer on the board, and nobody yeah. gets it.
1: it yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: It happens. but well, what have you? What's your question uh, so about
1: So we have to say that their previous coach uh pretty much crippled the team with very bad decisions, and he people... mortgaged the future. Yes, and he lost all of yeah, it. Yeah, he
0: mortgaged the future, and it didn't win. You can mortgage the future if you win.
1: Yes. <laughs> so here, here's the thing: their their star player on offense, the um, Sean Watson. There's been rumors. That he, I don't think he's really said anything yet, but he does not want to stay there. Apparently, he's oh, he very unhappy, out. just like J.J. Watt. They're just tired of everything they want out. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Do, do you think it's better, for knowing, let's say, he's totally disgruntled, he does not want to be in Houston, play for Houston at all? Okay, let's right. just assume that. Is it better? Do you think Houston tries to hire Eric Bieniemy to try to patch things up? hope they're okay or should they just break ties trade him get something and just start over
0: I don't think they should well we're assuming that the enemy is the kind of person he wants that's right. an assumption on our part but I think it's a fair assumption um I, I, I'm with cinch on this because we, we had a conversation about this on our podcasters thread as well and cinch's take was very simply you don't trade a franchise quarterback particularly when you don't have one behind it. You. you know when you trade a franchise quarterback when Steve Young is behind him that's it that's it when you trade when do you trade a hall of fame a hall of fame quarterback when you have another hall of famer waiting to start if they I, I'm not I'm not asking you to look this up right now if they traded Deshaun Watson right now who's the starter in Houston next week next year assuming they can't sign anyone and they can't draft anyone who's the who's the starter
1: Yes. I'd have to look See, it up. See, we don't
0: know. <laughs> we don't know. it because. So I'll tell you right now. You know who the backup is? It's AJ McCarron. All right. Do you know who the backup to AJ McCarron is? It's Josh McCown. You don't have an <laughs> option there. You don't. So no. you don't trade him. What you Unless do... you trade
1: him for... Can you trade him for another player?
0: You could, but what are you going to get in value? Can you. you
1: uh, could you trade him... For I don't know, Cam Newton or Trubisky or Darnold, and picks.
0: I don't think so. I don't think I don't think he has that. He know people know he wants out. People know he want. People knows he. People know. I've had, <laughs> I've had two sips of scotch. It's gonna be and what time? Oh God, we're only sixteen minutes in. Oh, for frick's sake! I'm looking to see what his cap number is too. Okay. Oh, that's not good. No. All right, yeah, he he's got a prohibitive cap number in terms of pre-cut. All right, so his cap number next year is 15.9 million. That's okay. not abysmal. That's not Carson to some...
1: Wentz numbers.
0: Right. But if they cut him, the way the cap works, that number soars to 67 million. 51 million dollars against the cap it would cost them to cut Deshaun so that's out not that that was ever really a consideration right you know who's getting cut in that team Brandon Cooks because he's he's got 12 million on his cap number and if they cut him before June 1st it's a zero hit they can save 12 million dollars by and cutting then they, Brandon and Cooks. then they
1: have Will Fuller period where
0: is he on this list I don't even see him
1: he's the only other person there <clears throat> besides um what's his name Their tight end
0: They have a guy whose name is Charlie Heck. The last name is Heck. How do I not know this?
1: That is a great football name.
0: That is a great football name. Well, the problem is right now they are over the cap for 2021 by 18 mil. They need to cut cap space. Yeah. It's a negative number. If they keep everything they have right now, they're over the cap for next year already. So they've got to make some sort of move. David Johnson, they can save 6 million by cutting him. If you cut David Johnson and Brandon Cooks, you save enough cap to be under. That's that should be enough. That gives you but that leaves you less than a half a million dollars worth of signing room. And that's just I think I don't want to I don't think you trade Watson, but you have to make some moves. You know what you have to do? You have to trade JJ Watt. Yeah, he definitely does not want to be there. And his cap number is 17.5 mil. You trade JJ Watt, you save 17 million dollars. He goes somewhere else. You get picks in return. You use those picks to bolster your offense because you're losing David Johnson and Brandon Cooks. And by the way, when you do cut David Johnson, and I believe they will eventually have to cut David Johnson to save the cap money. Now your DeAndre Hopkins trade is worthless. Worthless. You want to I mean, know how bad this past administration was? I'm looking at under the cap, by the way. I'm sorry, over the mm-hmm. does a great job breaking these numbers down. If they cut Randall Cobb, it costs them an extra million on the cap.
1: I forgot Randall Cobb was there.
0: But it's Randall Cobb. It's not like it's a great... It, I'm looking at... There's a lot of guys who they lose money by cutting.
1: Oh, actually, you know, what is what is Will Fuller again? Because he got suspended, so I don't know if they're going to re-sign him.
0: Let me see if I can find Because Watson, stuff.
1: He got suspended for um, uh, performance-enhancing drugs. So that's why he, you know, was pretty decent this year, I guess. But Is he um, under
0: contract for 2021?
1: I don't think he was. No, there I is. don't see
0: him on the, I'm looking at the 2021 list. I don't see him. He and might Watts, be,
1: Watson wants them to re-sign him if he stays. But I don't know if they're no going way. to.
0: There's no way. There's no way. he was out for what, 7 games? 6 games? Craig, they're in the they're in the red if they if they keep their if they cut their kicker. <laughs> oh my god. They say $50,000. I'm telling you, they, God. they say 50 grand against the cap. Now, 50 grand is tiny in terms of like cap numbers. Right. But Fairbarn, 4.2 million is his cap number if they keep him. Mm. 4.25 if they cut him. Really? It costs you more to cut him. I am looking at so many red numbers. You want to just hit the list really quick? Sure. Laramie, why not? these are all people who cost the this. These are people who cost the Texans cap number if they're cut before June first. <laughs> okay. Laramie Tunzel, Whitney Merciless, Deshaun Watson, Randall Cobb, Zach Cunningham. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> who is Zach Cunningham? Sir, <laughs> do you know that name?
1: Uh, no, but I can look it up though.
0: He's a linebacker. Zach Cunningham costs them another six million if they cut him before June 1st. Fairbarn, Kymie, Kymie Fairbarn. Titus Howard, Ross Blaylock. All of these guys are negative values to cut. That's insane. Craig, pick another random team. Any team you think has a strong cap because wait, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, um... seven, eight, eight guys. Who the cap number you can't cut? Pick any team you want. I, I I'm um, willing to bet we probably won't find that many.
1: Let's go because I'm looking on the teams of people who should try to trade for Watson. Let's say the Jets.
0: All right, New York Jets. Do they have eight people who have negative cap cuts? C.J. Mosley, Quinton Williams, Connor McGovern, Meckey Becton. Who the hell is that?
1: Mackay Becton.
0: Mackay, thank you. What what, what is he? He's I don't know Lyman. that name. Okay, it's all defense. You know that? It's all defense. I don't know. Becton. Uh, Denzel Mims. The end. They have five guys in the red. And
1: two of them are rookies.
0: On the cap number for cuts. D- just for sake of argument, pick one more random team.
1: Um, The Cardinals.
0: Cardinals. Arizona. Where are you, Arizona?
1: Um, out west.
0: Well, I know that. All right. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Duh. DeAndre Hopkins. Duh. DJ Humphreys, Buda Baker, which is a great name, by the way. That really
1: is. That's a good one.
0: Isaiah Simmons, Byron Murphy, six. They have Hmm. six players with negative dead money savings. Six. The Jets have five, and Houston has eight.
1: (laughs) They're just a mess.
0: I'm going to my Chiefs. I got to check my Chiefs. Frank Clark, oh, we knew that. Chris Jones also knew that. Mahomes given Hilaire, Willie Gay, Tardif, six. They have six guys with dead money. Hmm. The Frank Clark deal was so backloaded. The Chiefs lose $13 million against the cap <laughs> if they cut him. How's the Chiefs? The Chiefs, the Chiefs are $17 million in the hole. They're going to have to do some cuts. So That's easy. I can do that right now. There you go. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it live. Uh, Tardif, we need him back is cutting uh, people right now <laughs> I'm cutting people as I go Chad Henney go on that's 1.2 this is like that this is like remember the old version of Wheel of Fortune where you had to shop for prizes yes that's what I'm doing I'm going, you know what you want to you want to know an easy one here it is Eric Fisher the offensive lineman who is the only thing he's good for is two sacks and two penalties a game 11 million dollars we cut him saved off the cap number boom bye
1: there you bye. go bye
0: done done i just saved the chiefs 12 million dollars in caps in 30 seconds and i only cut two people and I'm, I, I'm sorry it's just i don't get it what the hell did bill o'brien do and i know i've spent way too much time on this question but what the hell is bill o'brien they doing? they let him
1: be the gm didn't they and they just didn't pay attention to what he was doing
0: and he just wrote like all this back-ended money into the dead cap
1: yeah, because apparently in his head he thought he was going to win Super Bowls with this idea, and it wouldn't matter.
0: Who's the worst owner? Who's the owner we always make fun of for being completely incompetent, and he runs his own team?
1: Uh, Jerry Jones.
0: Jerry Jones. <laughs> I've got the Dallas Cowboys dead cap number. You want to okay. know how many people they have with dead cap? How many? Five.
1: I guess five is five. Check the Bengals. Is five the average?
0: Well, So, so really quick, it's Cooper, yeah. Elliott, Demarcus Lawrence, C.D. Lamb, again, rookie contracts, and Darian Thompson. Those are the five Bengals.
1: Yeah, that Z contract is coming back to bite them in the ass.
0: Joe Burrow, rookie. Jonah Williams? Yep. Don't know that name. Joe Mixon? Yeah. Just signed a new deal, right? That's a new deal, so that's not not surprising. T. Higgins, rookie. Rookie. End of story. Four. Wow. (laughs) So they have... There is twice as many dead cap players on the Houston Texans as there are on the Bengals. There are three more than the defending <laughs> Super Bowl champions.
1: Unreal. Houston is screwed no matter
0: what they do. Houston they... is screwed no matter what they do. It's going to take them... So so given the information we've just discussed, yes. how many years <clears> is it going to take... And here... So here's my second question. How many years is it going to take for them to dig out from underneath us? Like four?
1: At least three. But here's the thing. I don't think... I like Watson. Just okay. So Watson lost a year because he hurt his knee, mm-hmm. and then he lost another year this past year because they were so horrible. Like yeah. JJ Watt actually apologized to him for After losing one of his ears. Yep. And I don't think Watson wants to be in a team where he's the whole the whole just you know where they're just starting over. Yep. So, and I mean he could sit out you know if he if he really hates it. That can happen.
0: The New England Patriots, one of the bad year this year. Quarterback basically left on them. Okay, four guys with dead cap money. Four guys, and they're and they're they're guys like Patrick Chung, and Nikhil Harry. These are guys you aren't going to cut anyway. Everyone else in the team, they save money if they cut them. Everyone else. Green Bay, who I presume is going to be in the Super Bowl. Dead cap numbers: one, two, three, four, five, six, six.
1: Oh wait, I just realized Jonah Williams is still under a rookie contract.
0: So there—that's most of these guys are rookie. Like I'm looking at Green Bay: AJ Dillon, rookie; Jordan Love, rookie; Darnell Savage—I think he's a rookie. Is he a rookie? Kenny Clark, Poss- I don't know much about well, Kenny Clark. close to a rookie. Uh, five accrued seasons. Oh, but they just signed him. They just signed him last year. I mean, that's. The bottom line is Houston from a cap perspective is a tire fire. Yes. And there's, there's no coming back from it. All right. We have taken 27 (laughs) minutes on burning burning hot takes, 20 (laughs) minutes of it, complaining about how badly managed the Houston Texans have been. If this were the regular season, I'd be screaming, Oh my God, we got to get to the metric. (laughs) We don't. All right. So um, my last question for you Mm -hmm. again, it's, the, the game breakdown is gonna take us five minutes this week, guys. Yeah, We're just just,
1: just a just a conversation with some nine percent beer and
0: scotch. <laughs> you know, as as our buddy Jeff once posted in a review. Please leave us a review, by the way. It's just two guys talking about football. That's it. Yeah. That's all we are. Okay, <clears throat> Bruce Arians <laughs> talking to a beat reporter, uh, Ricky Stroud from the Tampa Bay Times. Yeah, when asked if what he thought about making the chance of going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl was. The response was this, quote, Yeah, we don't play that game this week. That's the message to everybody. We play the Packers in the NFC Championship game this week. You start thinking about the Super Bowl, you'll get your ass beat and be packing your bags on Monday. End quote. Greg, nice. <laughs> is, that, is that not just like the most like, well, yeah, yeah. Hope since Jim Morris screamed about playoffs, <laughs> the playoffs, playoffs. I uh, love this. No,
1: that's that's great coming from him. It's I think it's something that had to be said because we've seen it. For example, like when your Chiefs played the Dolphins, I yep. felt like the, that game the Chiefs weren't they didn't care about the Dolphins. They were thinking yep. about whoever they're playing the week the next week, and they almost yep. lost to the Dolphins. Yes, so. I think that's a good mindset to have,
0: and part of that is Andy Reid. Let's let's talk about that for one quick second. Andy Reid is like this criminal mastermind trying to plan out four games in advance. So he's putting plays into practice. I and this, is what I feel this is I don't know this. I haven't been to a Chiefs practice, but I feel like Andy Reed's like one of those guys who sneaks in one or two plays every week to use down the line. He's a pre- preparation guy. That's, that's what he is. He's a prep guy. And sometimes that can come back to bite you if you don't prepare for those teams. So Andy Reid's sitting there going, okay, we got three hard games and the Dolphins. All right, I'm going to prepare for those three. Oh, we still have two more hard games and the Dolphins. I'm going to prepare for those two. I think he looks past those teams. And consequently, we see that. Now, this weekend, the Browns – I <sighs> I don't even know what to say about the Mahomes injury. I mean, I don't know if you heard this, but Colin Cowherd, who is easily on the Mount Rushmore of bad sports broadcasters. (laughs) Right next to Stephen A. Smith, in my opinion. And that's another question for the offseason. Stephen A. Smith is so entertaining. He's entertaining, but that's, again, I've done the impression before. (laughs) The key to Stephen A. Smith is to whisper the beginning and then suddenly yell the end like it matters. <laughs> that's all it is. It doesn't make a difference what you're talking about. I like going to friendlies, but everyone knows Carvel is the best ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm <clears throat> like, is this, how does this guy have conversations at home?
1: <laughs> Hopefully not like that.
0: <laughs> I, but it, that's, it's like everything he does is that way. So so the two of them can sit next to each other on the Mount Rushmore. Of bad broadcasting. But Colin Coward has actually said that if the NFL were smart, it would invoke rules to delay games with key injuries like this. Hmm. Like, the Chiefs shouldn't have to play this weekend if Mahomes can't play because it's bad for the brand. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the no, Bengals
1: would have missed their whole season.
0: Well, <laughs> that's what I mean. Where do you draw that line? Where do you draw that line? Oh, we're going to delay the NAFC championship one week. Everybody push everything back a week. Corporate sponsors for the Super Bowl push back a week. Everyone who has travel plans for the Super Bowl push back a week. That's absurd. Injuries are a part of the game. You have to figure out how to adjust. And it's not even a concussion. Now, to be fair, part of what gets you on the, the, the Mount Rushmore of bad broadcasters is hot takes that make no sense. And this is a hot take that makes no sense. This is Colin Coward not being able to complain about Baker Mayfield. It's a valid which, point. Which, by the way, might be the one thing you and he agree on. By the way, he hates Baker Mayfield.
1: He does, and he he likes Joe Burrow, so we're okay there. But yeah. See, <laughs>
0: he's a Cincinnati guy. I mean, what did I
1: miss? No, here? he just he just likes like the talent Joe Burrow has, like you know, just his God-given football talent.
0: He loves Mahomes. He loves Mahomes. And it just makes me sick every time I hear well, Colin Coward talked about how great Mahomes is. Ugh. <laughs> like a year ago I'm scrolling through my headlines, it's like Coward calls Mahomes best of all time, and I'm like, just keep going. Don't don't go don't, don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. Tom Brady's got more rings than Mahomes got fingers. Don't go there.
1: Yeah. Actually, have they said how Mahomes is doing?
0: Alright, so wait a minute, I have that up here. Mm-hmm. Uh the latest is from this morning. He's at limited practice, but he's still in the concussion protocol. He doesn't have a concussion. But he's in the protocol. That's <laughs> all that matters, guys. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. You don't have to I mean and that's the thing. The way that the the NFL protocol is worded, do you know what he's on the official injury report as? Is toe slash concussion. He doesn't have a concussion, but he's in the protocol. So automatically he has a concussion. Uh, yeah. Yep. You know, he took all the snaps he was eligible to take today in practice. He's following the protocol. He has yet to fail a single step of the protocol. But, because the NFL did such a crap job with concussions before.
1: (laughs) Now we have to go way
0: the other way. He basically needs an act of Congress to play on Sunday. And... Thank God we have a Democrat-controlled Congress now. <laughs> Joe Biden will see it through. It's Inauguration Day. I'm drinking scotch. No, But I think he plays on Sunday. I think he plays. I,
1: uh, maybe. I think they're going to inject his his neck so he doesn't feel it. Because as <clears throat> as much as headlines say that he twerked a nerve or he has a stinger, I can tell you from personal experience that fucking hurts.
0: Not only does really? it hurt, but it can screw with everything else. There's no question he has yeah. bell wrong.
1: That's true, too. No so if you, you have a pinched nerve, it can make you dizzy.
0: Yep. Like, you
1: can't, like, your arm hurts, your hand hurts. You can't actually move your arm if it's bad enough. It it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Yes. See, see Peyton Manning, who almost didn't finish his career um, because he had the same thing
0: happen. And here's the thing. There is no one on Earth. I watched that game on Sunday. Let me just give a quick shout-out to my poor wife. My poor wife, every year, still married. Yes. (laughs) Every year around this time, she proves how much she loves me by putting up with me throughout the playoffs until the Chiefs are eliminated. Last year, it didn't come swiftly or early as it had in previous years. And she had to put up with me for an entire month. On Sunday, I was three beers in (laughs) when Patrick Mahomes went down. And she's sitting there, and she's playing on her iPad. She's just doing her own thing. But she's hanging out with me. She could care less. And all she hears is me go, oh, no. Oh, no. And she looks up. And she looks up just in time for Patrick Mahomes to try and stand up and nearly fall over as his legs have nothing underneath them. And she went, that's not good. And I was like, my first thought was, that's not good for the Chiefs? Or that's not good for you? (laughs) Or both? And the yes. answer was yes. <laughs> the answer was yes. And I, I, I think it's just my poor wife. Kudos to you, Christy. You, I don't know how you do it, but you do it. I don't know how all the football wives do it, but or husbands, for those of you who are female or, or married to men. I don't care. That's not my thing. Wives and husbands, I don't know how you put <laughs> up with us. If you're not a football fan and you're married to one this time of year, I don't know how you do it. So, kudos to you. Kudos Especially to Deb. Especially if team too. is in the playoffs. That's it. In the playoffs, it matters. When the, my team is in the playoffs, I got my feet on the table. I got a glass of scotch. I got a cigar in the offhand. I don't care what happens. I'm just watching the football. But when the Chiefs are in it, it's open warfare. <laughs> so, and hi, Deb, by the way, because I've forgotten the last couple of weeks, and Craig has had to bail me out. So, there's that. So, uh, kudos to my wife, I don't know what I'm going to do. If the Chiefs don't if Mahomes doesn't play this weekend, the Chiefs have no chance. No chance cuz the defense cannot hold. The defense cannot hold. So you the don't Bills you don't offense. trust
1: in you don't trust in Chad.
0: Not for an entire game, no. Not against the Bills, no.
1: Where are they playing? In Kansas City.
0: Kansas City. Chiefs right, are the one a little seed. Better. Chiefs are the one seed. So, and on that note, let's transition to the metric before I get too drunk to be able to talk about football (laughs) all right i I, this is gonna be barring an amazing last week this is gonna be the first week in my life i have lost money on dfs wow that's i mean that's actually not bad i made two and it's gonna be like it's gonna be minor it's gonna be a minor loss it's not like oh i'm down 400 bucks. no it's gonna be like 12 dollars. i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be close I made two major mistakes. Number one was I tried to tweak the metric for the first eight weeks, and I used a source I should not have used when I consider my projections. And the other part of it is I used a lineup optimizer for certain weeks that I should not have used. I'm going back this week to using my own goddamn judgment. <laughs> and this week, I'm here to tell you the quarterback to use is Tom Brady. I've got Tom Brady for 21 points, and he is the cheapest quarterback on the board. Now, if I end up with an extra $400, I'm going to use Aaron Rodgers because he's a better option. I've got him for 23 points. And even though I've had a glass of scotch, I'm pretty sure 23 is a higher number than 21. Uh yes, it still is. Craig can confirm that. <clears throat> so, I like Brady if I need the extra money. If I don't need the extra money, I'm going to use Aaron Rodgers. Craig Who do you like this weekend? You only have four choices.
1: I really do. I know what this this week, I think I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers playing at home. Hmm. Like, I just don't this past these probably this past month of football. I don't think anyone can really beat Green Bay and Green Bay with the way they're playing. And I know their defense is iffy at times. But, you know, I think Ronald Jones is still hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. Uh, so, you know, they do have letter and Fournette, but is he gonna, are they Bucks going to be able to play in the cold? I don't know.
0: I think I they'll know. be fine. I think they'll be fine, but I do agree Green Bay is going to win that game. I'm going to say this. The Super Bowl is really, as long as Mahomes plays, the Super Bowl is in the AFC side. I don't think Green Bay can beat Buffalo, and I don't think Green Bay can beat Kansas City. Right. And I think that's part of what's going to make me feel better. If Buffalo advances – I think I think that Buffalo wins Super Bowl, and I'd be happy for them to finally win one. Not to mention, that makes Josh Allen an instant Hall of Famer in Buffalo. Not in the NFL, but in Buffalo.
1: Yes. is Absolutely.
0: That, he gets a table before Jim Kelly at that point. <laughs> yes. And Jim Kelly's a cancer survivor. Is he dead? Wait, is Jim Kelly dead? No, he's still alive. I know he had significant cancer issues. He's still look alive.
1: It up. Oh, you looked
0: at okay. Yep, he's sixty. He gets a table for Jim Kelly. Done. I'm telling you, it's. It, I. I. I think Buffalo wins. Whoever wins the AFC Championship this week, here it is. One Scotch fueled hot take. <laughs> Whoever wins the AFC Championship wins the Super Bowl.
1: Excuse hmm, me. Done. I can see that. I can see that.
0: So, I, I. I. But Aaron Rodgers is a solid bet. Running back, it's not quite so easy. I'm going to use Daryl Williams this week. I'll tell you why. Because even if Patrick Mahomes is playing, they're going to rely more on the run game, a touch more on the run game. Not enough to make Bell relevant, but enough to make Williams at 4,800 relevant. If I could use Williams at 4,800 and pair him with Aaron Jones, I'm a happy man.
1: Hmm. No, that could work. What do you got? Uh, let me see Oh, the page closed. Ah
0: damn it. Hold Hashtag on. sad.
1: It really is.
0: I had it up in front of me and then it went away. The big question is are they gonna start Hilaire this week? Hilaire was a game time call last week. That would be a huge boost for KC, particularly if Mahomes is out. But I don't think he's gonna play. I just I I think Hilaire's injury is not as superficial as they want us to believe.
1: You know, I kind of like Singletary. He's 4500 uh-huh. and, you know, and the
0: she can't stop the run. Aaron
1: Jones is 65, not super expensive, and then you really don't have a lot of choice after that.
0: But if you use Singletary and Jones, that's 11k. That's $300 you save over my combo. I mean, it really is going to come down to where do you want to spend your money this week? On Yeah, a short because there's
1: sleep? you know, there's the well, we're going to get to it right now, but there's two To the high priced receivers, and then there's a huge drop because everyone's hurt.
0: Go for it. Talk to me about receivers. Let's let you lead this segment off. Talk to me about receivers.
1: So there's Hill, but we don't know if Mahomes is playing, and then we don't know how often he's he's going to throw at that, you know. Uh, So there's Devontae Adams. He's Mm 8,000. Hill is 7,200. But then if you go down the list, Diggs is questionable. Mike Evans is questionable. Chris Godwin is questionable. And Antonio Brown is questionable. So, so the next person not hurt is, um, John, Alan Brown. is hard. Uh, John, John
0: Brown. John Brown? John Brown in
1: Buffalo. He's 4,300.
0: Don't, don't get me started on John Brown. <laughs> I used him in the divisional round. He caught 0. 0.0 passes. They overthrew him three times in the first quarter and then never went back to him. And I went, holy crap. And I had him in lineups across the board, and he did nothing. And then last week, he caught, like, five for 78. I'm pulling him up right now. I'm sorry, in a card round, he did nothing. And in a divisional round, he was back to being John Brown. i like, what the hell?
1: You know, and then there's always the law office. He's 3,900.
0: Here it is. Uh, no, this is 2020. I want to see postseason. Where's the postseason numbers? Oh, uh, probably another page. Well, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> All right. So he had zero catches in the wildcard weekend last week. I'm pulling up right now. Bear with me. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm doing this on the fly. Yep. Uh, da, 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 stats. I'm on NFL.com bills last week. Eight catches for 62. Hmm. That's a 14. It's 14.2 points on DK. The week before 0 Aren't are Don't you, you kidding? love how that happens? I hate it. Oh my god, do I hate now, it? Now here's so the thing. Much.
1: Do you take do you take the risk on the guys who are questionable?
0: Give me a name. Let's be specific. Diggs. Yes, because no matter what happens, Diggs gets numbers. If right. Diggs plays, Diggs gets numbers, but I have a backup. If I'm gonna use Diggs and I'm not sure. I better have 200 dollars extra to switch to Tyreek Hill last minute.
1: All right, that that could work. That's what I'm saying. So then, here's the thing, The other thing too is the first three receivers for the Bucks are hurt.
0: So uh, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm touching the Bucks offense that game. I really do you not. You go
1: with Miller at all because because no. he's cheap or you no. skip What's over Scottie the Miller? Bucks receivers.
0: What does Scotty Miller cost me?
1: He will cost you 3400.
0: I'd rather go with Byron Pringle at 3,200, and that is not the scotch talking.
1: <laughs> no, we are a huge Byron Pringle fans.
0: I am Matt Byron Pringle for president. End <laughs> of story. I, I used him in. So so I put in a um, showdown lineup for the Chiefs game and I put Byron Pringle at captain. And Craig's response was, I don't see how you don't cash here. And I didn't cash. Oh, that's but sad. Pringle's still good. He targeted like five times. He caught two of them. I'm like, he catches two more of those passes. I win. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying he's Byron Pringle is going to have one game every three or four years. If you catch it, you catch it. And, and the days were, and, and that's the thing. It's okay. Two catches, no catches, two catches, one catch, no catch, no catch. No. I get it. He's not consistent. He's not reliable, but, if you're telling me that the entire wide receiver core and the Tampa Bay Bucks are limping in practice, Byron Pringle is a better option than Scotty Miller.
1: Yeah. So let's just look really quick. What's wrong with them. So Mike yeah, Evans, me. Mike Evans knee listed as limited in practice Wednesday. You don't
0: need that to run. That's fine.
1: Um, who else we got here? Uh, Godwin. Why did that not, why did that select him? Uh, Knee limited in practice.
0: Same. Don't eat. You're fine. You can run just as fast and as far.
1: <laughs> Antonio Brown knee did not practice.
0: Where the hell is their leg trainer? Where the uh, hell is the guy who's in charge of training their legs? I don't
1: know, but he should be fired.
0: <laughs> do they, do, does their does their trainer be like upper body only? I mean, what the hell <laughs> is this? Maybe.
1: So yeah, the next guy down is is Sims or
0: not Sims, uh Miller. Scotty Miller. I've got Scotty Miller pegged for three points, three, as in more than two but less than four. And if we go
1: really far down, the next guy is Tyler Johnson.
0: I've got him pegged for two points.
1: <laughs> he's had two touchdowns this year.
0: In his career, two touchdowns. Yeah. He's had two touchdowns this year.
1: Uh, Seriously, according to DraftKings,
0: I can't even. Oh no! Find I'm sorry. He had, he's on.
1: had. um had. Yeah, two. He's had two.
0: But again, and, ooh, and one of them was against Green Bay. Yes. Now, here's the key. Before everyone rushes out and puts <laughs> him in a lineup, he was targeted once for yard touchdown. for a seven-yard touchdown. <laughs> seven touchdown. He is not fantasy viable. The other game was the next week he had two catches for four yards and a touchdown, and the long catch was three yards. That means he had a one-yard catch. Yes. <laughs> he's he's never his this year. He's been targeted more than twice. Once. He got six targets at Chicago. Is that the game that Evans went down and Godwin was already out, or vice versa? I,
1: I think so. Yes.
0: He hasn't had more than thirty-five yards in a game this year. Do not use Tyler Johnson. I know it's I know it's attractive. I know you're sitting there going, okay. You know what? I'm not going to say that. You want to use Tyler Johnson? Great. Put it in the daily dollar <laughs> and put $1 on it and build a lineup around Tyler Johnson as your captain. If he has the best game of his career, congratulations. There I <laughs> I am going to take my money and throw my $3,200 worth of salary on Byron Pringle, who has at least, let me see, how many games this year? I'm pulling it up. Byron Pringle player stats. He only has one touchdown this year, but he's got at least 37 yards in the game against Buffalo. But he's huh. the same thing. He's only got four targets. He's got he got six targets in, the, char- in the, the Chargers game, but that's because they rested all the starters. He got four targets against Vegas. He got four targets against the Jets. He gets targets against crappy teams. Listen, I love Byron Pringle. He won me money a year ago. A nice, nice little pool. <laughs> he did. <laughs> you can't use Byron Pringle. You just – just, just just, don't. Listen, stop. Just stop. Stop <laughs> and let's talk about tight ends because we're almost out of time. That's right. I'm going to use Dawson Knox. Why? He's only 2,800 and the Chiefs can't start tight ends. Craig? Uh,
1: There you go. I'm using uh, Tunyon because
0: – Reliable.
1: He's reliable. He's 3,600 and,
0: yeah, that's why. Defenses. Yeah. If Mahomes starts – if Mahomes – well – I don't, don't know. know. Use who you can afford, I guess.
1: Yeah, really. They're you you know, all build pretty your, close. Build your lineup and then kind of see what you have left over.
0: Just make sure you save at least twenty seven hundred dollars because that's what the minimum defense is. Yes. <laughs> so, Craig, final thoughts. My scotch is empty. It's going to my Sad. head. <clears throat> Bail me out here. Let's let's go. To uh, final, thoughts.
1: final thoughts. You know, it's a it's a new year. Just remember again, like I said before, it doesn't mean everything instantly changes overnight. So just right. you know. Take take it as it goes, but, you know, try to try to look on the positive things. And yep. we are in the final days of the football season, and I am overly impressed that we got this far.
0: Three. That's my final thought. It's the number three, and I say this every season we do this because it's the most depressing thought in my head, but I have to process it. Sure. We have three games of meaningful football left before September. Three. Yeah. And, it, it, and the honest answer is, Unless you count Madden tournaments, we have three games of football total, because we don't even have a Pro Bowl this year. Nope,
1: not that anyone was going to watch it, but yeah.
0: It's, nobody ever watches the Pro Bowl. You got
1: your Mets soon, ish.
0: Soon? I don't know. Am I going to be able to go see a Met game this year?
1: No, but I'm, you can watch
0: it on TV. Well, I'm I'm getting vaccinated. I mean, can I can I go see a Met game this year? Are they going to open City Field for like? Poor people, we don't we can't talk about the Mets. We can't after what happened this week, folks, don't don't take pictures with your pants off. <laughs> just just don't. And you know what? If you're in a position of like authority, like general manager of a major league baseball team, that's even more reason to not take pictures of yourself with your pants off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You should just do it the way the Yankees do it. Um you can't the the rule that they have, you cannot be um, Like say you get onto an elevator There's a woman in the elevator You cannot get on the elevator with her Unless there's other people
0: Where's this now? The Yankees Really? Mm-hmm Huh Yep Well I'm on the Mets site right now And I There is There's a listing for Opening day But I don't think uh, It says no tickets are available Matching your criteria
1: Duh
0: Hashtag sad It is
1: We'll get Ugh, there. 2022, wanna, we'll be back. I'll, I'll be vaccinated
0: by then. <laughs> I think. Maybe. Ugh. All right. Anyway, leave us a review wherever you listen to us, on Amazon, on Apple, on Player, all the different places. Reach out to us. We are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. We are on uh, email accessible at FignutsDFS at gmail.com. We will be back next week. Maybe we'll try to get the um, the whole gang together for next week. We'll see if everybody's available because the week between the conference championship and the Super Bowl is usually a lot of kind of like, eh, what are we going to talk about kind of stuff. But we'll be back next week to talk about setting up the Super Bowl and go from there. And then we're going to have the Super Bowl in two weeks. Hopefully the next time you hear my voice, it's because the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. But who knows? Until then, thank you so much for listening. Hi once more to Deb. Until next week, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. <laughs>